listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode brought to you by PetFlow, the leader in pet food and supplies. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my two friends, Petra Burke. <laughs> oh, I that, didn't I? <laughs> She's eager today. <laughs> and Kate Abbott. How do <laughs> Not that we never have fun and while we're recording these. On our podcast tonight, we're going to basically think outside the box a little bit. And then some of these are things that we talk about with our students at Kindred Spirits Dog Training, but also just to give you some ideas on living with your dog and how to use some obedience commands or tricks or things in ways that perhaps you haven't thought about. So... This podcast is all about thinking outside the box. This podcast is sponsored by PetFlow.com slash doggy. PetFlow is a online distributor of pet foods. I believe they have over 150 brands. They've also got dog chews. And let me tell you, with three dogs and adolescent puppy in the house, I go through dog chews. I placed an order with PetFlow. This is an unsolicited, true testimonial. <laughs> testimonial. Testify. <laughs> I placed an order with them. They didn't know who I was. And you know how some websites are really difficult to place an order through? Yeah. They, yeah. They, some of them can be real challenging. This one was very easy. Easy to set up an account. And I got those dog chews delivered to my house within two days. Cool. Nice. It was very nice. The whole process was very easy. And they've got quite a good selection, too. I know we all use bully sticks. Mm-hmm. I also like a lot of the Merrick brand shoes, and they have quite a few of those, including the cow's ears, which is a favorite of my dogs. Not pig's ears, but the cow's ears. And the braided bully sticks that are take a little bit longer for them to chew. Yeah, especially if you own a power chewer. Yes, like I do. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you go up to PetFlow, www.petflow.com slash doggy, D-O-G-G-Y for It's a Doggy Dog World, you'll get free shipping for any order over $39. That's a discount for our listeners. So take advantage of it. And but sure. you'll have to use that product code. A- right? And yes, it'll be petflow.com slash doggy. And put in the coupon code. Don't forget the coupon code. <laughs> and you'll get uh, free shipping on any order over $39. And later in tonight's show, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the products we've already checked out ourselves. And give you some more information on those. So stay with us. Sit. Stay. 
It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Join the dog ring revolution. If you love your dog and want to take them everywhere you go, now you can with Dog Ring. Dog Ring is a hands-free way to include your dog in more activities and give you the freedom to take your dog almost anywhere. It's a safe and easy way to secure your dog. It clips around trees, posts, and poles in seconds. It's lightweight, portable, and strong. It has a free sliding leash which allows your dog to run around without getting tangled up. Perfect for parks, picnics, barbecues, camping, lounging outside, and furry fun adventures everywhere. Now you can be part of the Dog Ring Revolution. Visit thedogring.com and sign up for our Kickstarter campaign. Registration is now open. Go to thedogring.com. That's thedogring.com. Your dog digs a hole under your fence, and the next thing you know... Protect your pets with Dig Defense, the amazing new product that keeps your pets in the yard. Dig Defense is safe, fast, and easy. Each unit is made from 4-gauge galvanized American steel and can be used for repairing digouts, filling gaps, or to hold fences down so pets can't get under them. Dig Defense provides peace of mind that your pets are contained humanely and safely. Visit digdefense.com today. D-I-G-D-E-F-E-N-C-E.com. It's the Daily Doorbusters from PetFlow, the leader in pet food and supplies. Opportunity knocks every day with hundreds of products offered at huge, huge discounts. Up to 80% for your furry best friends and delivered right to your door. Go to PetFlow.com slash doggy. These deals last for one day only, so act fast. 150 brands to choose from. Pet food, treats, toys, and more items than you can shake a tail at. And get free shipping and orders of $39 or more. A new deal every day. Get your Pause on today's PetFlow Daily Doorbusters deal. Go to PetFlow.com slash doggy now. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. You can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Back to our show, Thinking Outside the Box. Kate, you suggested this topic for a podcast, so what was your thought processes? Well, well that's a scary question. <laughs> Are you sure you want to go down that dark and torturous path? You brought it up. <laughs> well, it's more of a confession. Uh-oh. Yeah. Get your pens and paper ready. (laughs) There'll be a test. There is no blackmail opportunities. Um, I was talking with some students about things we do in our after-graduate class, our continuing education class, like putting uh, T-shirts on the dogs. Or tutus and scarves. Or socks and things. And, you know, there was, oh, that sounds like fun. And one guy was kind of like, well, what'd you do that for? And I said, well. A, it's fun. But B, there is a purpose to it. Like most of the stuff that we do, 
There's a method. There's a method to our madness. Listen, what happens if your dog is injured and has to wear uh, a comb? Then, you know, having worn a hat Mm -hmm. is not going to make it an enjoyable thing, but a little less dramatic. If they have to have their legs bandaged, then having worn socks Mm -hmm. or T-shirts or even shorts... Sure. It's not that big a deal. Or even wearing a shirt. Because how many dogs have we seen that had maybe something moved on the shoulder or something that's on their chest area? You put a shirt on. So they don't scratch it. Scratching and, you know, looking at it or anything. Or, as we mentioned not too long ago, we're in Southern California. It's the beginning of September right now. It's hot and humid and muggy. And Montana sounds really, really nice right about now. (laughs) But come winter, our dogs would freeze. Yeah. <laughs> they need a jacket and boots. <laughs> and well, your that, dog, you, your little Jack Russell has no coat. And that kind of reminded me. I put some boots, uh, little boots on him the other day just to start getting him used to mm-hmm. it in the cold, wet weather. And he was a little, eh, but he was able to walk around in them. And it was no right. big deal. But if I yeah. waited until the day that I needed to use them, right. he would be uh, not a happy camper. So this way he's gotten used to it. So there's more than one way to do I mean, we play games with the dogs. We, we play fetch. Okay, that's a fun game. But why not teach them to fetch an object? Mm-hmm. And then I don't have to put on my bathrobe in the morning. I can open the door enough to let my dog go out down the stairs and grab the newspaper and come back in. There you go. So it's just another version of fetch. Um, so teach them. Take it one step further. There are times when we're sitting around on these. Did we mention it was hot and muggy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're we whiners. Yeah, we're whiners. And we're drinking our water bottles. And all of a sudden I'll look around and notice that two or three dogs are all bright eyed. Finish it up. Finish, finish it up. It quick, up. quick, quick, quick. Right. Because mm-hmm. first of all, it's a fun toy. It goes crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Mm-hmm. And then they get to go put it in the trash, in the recycle bin. And that's like, yay! <laughs> That's like watching a basketball star. I can't think of any at the moment. I don't know. <laughs> One of them getting to make a basket. Let's see. We used to be uh, Magic Johnson. Magic. I know he's probably retired now. But oh, many years retired, yes. Okay. How about Kareem? I do remember Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Many years, years retired. Yeah. <laughs> so. As you two date yourself. How about the White Shadow? <laughs> remember that TV show? The White Shadow? Oh anyway. Oh, um, I, I remember White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> oh, right, right. Oh, we just went off a tangent. Yeah. yeah. Can more. you spell tangent, boys and girls? Um, so, anyway. so anyway, thinking Fine outside stuff. the box is alternative ways to do things. So we were talking in a previous podcast about... Having your kids come home from school and you give the, the kids some treats and they go hide somewhere and you tell the dog, where is Susie? And Susie starts calling the dog. Okay. But you used a version of that, Petra, when <laughs> your own daughter was a teenager. I did. Yeah. And of course, it wasn't with the small dog. I knew, used, knew. I used the bigger dog. The German Shepherd. 100 pound German Shepherd. <laughs> and like all parents out there know, waking the kids up to go to school is... Waking a teenager up. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. So instead of me doing it, you know, they always, eh, no, and turn around to hide their head, I just sent the dog in. Right. (laughs) It was like, and Kayla always had a tendency to hide, and she'd, like, cocoon herself under the blanket, so you never saw her. But the dog, with his nose, like, go find Kayla. Find her. It's like, found her. Kaboom. Right on top. (laughs) Woke her up, licked her face, and she had to get up. 
You take that go game speak. of go find uh, mm-hmm. from the from the kids calling them to just finding the kids right. to being able to use it. Hey, it's time to go to school. Come on, get up. Let's get going. Mm-hmm. Let the dog go in and nag them and have Where's a fun Kayla? time. Go find Kayla. <laughs> and he would just go crazy and found her and so happy when, as she's like, no, and moaning. But, you know, it was this 100-pound dog danced on her back. Yeah. <laughs> that was very rewarding for the dog. Exactly. And for mom. <laughs> and me. It's so rewarding for the parents and the dog. <laughs> and useful for the child, even if they don't agree. Exactly. The second comment made in the same week was somebody goes, oh, I don't want to teach my dog tricks. I just want him to behave. But I started thinking about how all these tricks turn into useful things. Mm-hmm. You know, the newspaper or on the cold nights when I come home from late night class with wet, muddy shoes, my when, dog when, brings me when, my slippers. When's that? I know. It was in a land far away. In an age long ago. My dog That's three months. Yeah. <laughs> my dog brings me my slippers from my bedroom and then no, takes no, my no, shoes no. back. You, okay. Yeah. Then I mean, he takes a shoe back, brings yeah. a slipper, takes a shoe, shoe back, back, brings a slipper. So how useful that's what it okay it, it saves me three minutes but it's three minutes that I enjoy and he enjoys oh he's thrilled mm-hmm. he's like take a show off take a show off take a show off and I have fun with Cisco with kind of a similar trick it, it started with the retrieve the get it mm-hmm. and I purposely get out of the shower leave the wet towel on the floor leave the washcloth on the floor and Cisco get that put it in the hamper. Good boy. Get this one. Put it in the hamper. Good boy. And he is so proud of himself, especially when he picks up one of the big, heavy, damp towels that are big enough to towel him off with. And he drags it behind him to the hamper. And then he has to gather it all up in his mouth, lift it up into the hamper. And my hamper's pretty tall. It's probably about 30 inches tall, which is taller than he is. <laughs> Pick it up and get it all in the hamper. And now it may take him two or three tries to bunch it up in his mouth. Right, right. But he does not want help. Oh. I am not to help him. <laughs> he must do this. As far as he's concerned, this is his job. And now the whole time, his little stub of an Australian shepherd tail is wagon, 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 wagon. And when he gets it in there, I don't even have to say anything. He's spinning donuts, and he's happy, and he's bouncing, and I did it, I did it, I did it, I did it. And then, of course, I add the praise to it. Now, would it be quicker for me to pick him up or just not drop him on the floor? Yeah, it'd be easier for me just to put him straight in the hamper. But he gets so much joy out of it. Mm-hmm. Sure. He just loves it. And he's the second dog I've taught to do this. I'll always have at least one doing it because it's fun. One of our former apprentices sent me, a, and that was the third thing that struck this idea. Was he had taught his dog the official Schutzhund retrieves over over something, right. um, all those retrieves, and find it. But then he took it and made it into go to the ice chest. And open the top and get me a can of something and bring it to me. That was great. So he put it on video to send to me. And he was saying, (laughs) forget all of his, you know, those that are into Shutsun World, they're impressed. But for friends and family and coworkers, 
Yeah. It's the video of the dog bringing him a can out of the... Refrigerator. Ref- uh, not the refrigerator. Oh. We all agreed that would not be a good thing oh. to teach The cooler? Yeah. But the cooler. Okay. He keeps a cooler just for canned beverages. Okay. And she brings him one of those. And she is a working shepherd and thrilled. Yes. She, you can just see it in every molecule of her body. I'm getting my dad. Yes. This thing. So... Find things that you do do. Now, that doesn't mean you can't dance and have fun with your dog as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and we'll talk about some more things, but it's time to take a break for our sponsor. And the sponsor is, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, PetFlow.com. They have a number of dog foods, lots of treats. Actually, I think they have about 150 different dog foods that they carry. A number of treats, training tools, food dispensing toys. It's a huge website. They've got lots of wonderful products. But one that Kate wanted to talk about today is for barking. We get a lot of people come to class say the neighbors complained about the dog barking. It's called the Pet Corrector, and it's compressed air. But it has, um, and I've been wanting to try it. I had tried the compressed air used for my to clean up my computer keyboard. But that kind of went This, I noticed, has a wider nozzle. So when pushed, it goes I mean, it's pretty impressive. And then I thought maybe it might be too much. But I've got some students who have... They're a lovely couple. They're well-educated, well-traveled, very kind people. And rather even-keeled. And they have two out-of-control, extra-large, way-too-big sibling Weimaraners. And when the doorbell rings, it sounds as though there's 12 dogs in there. And if you listen very, very carefully, you can hear, stop, stop, that's enough. Please be quiet. And the dogs don't hear a thing. No, no. Oh, goodness. And the dogs probably think they're defending their home and turf and owners. Yeah. Yeah. And we've tried various things. I'm so used to using my voice, that's enough. Stop. Okay. But and this bracing them when they're quiet. Exactly. But this is just not, this couple could not do it. Sure. So I tried, this past week I went over to see them, and I took the pet corrector spray with me, and I showed it to them and said, can we try this? And they went, oh, sure, sure, whatever you say. So I had him ring the doorbell, and they went charging. And they have high ceilings, so it echoes delightfully. Oh, jeez. And I gave one shot with this compressed air at the ground. And I had two Weimaraners back off 15 feet, sit down, and look at me and say, yes, ma'am. Very nice. (laughs) And I thought Mom and Dad were going to faint. (laughs) And, of course, you praised the dogs to the high heavens. (laughs) I did. While mom ran to the computer and said, what was that address? <laughs> so she has already ordered hers. Okay. <laughs> um, and they do come in different sizes. And I did try it in one class one time. And it was from a good 15, 20 feet away, but it was just that startlement. Mm-hmm. So, it, uh, you know, yeah. It's not spraying something in the dog's face. Right. It's not... Um... That, that was Weimar Honor's mom's question. Do I have to spray it right in his face? It's like, no, 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 no. It's the sound. It's the startle. Mm-hmm. And it's loud and it's surprising and it doesn't take much and it won't hurt them. Right. Exactly. And we rang the doorbell on and off for the next hour and could not get them to make another peep. 
Good. Now, now I don't the, know about the next day. The, the owners right. are going to have to redo the lesson, of course. Right. But they were delighted to sit there and keep saying, what good boys. Yes. Yeah. Before, okay. they never really got a chance to praise. So that is the Pet Corrector. It's, and it's made by the, uh, it's a good company, and the company of animals. Okay. Then they have different sizes, so you can carry it with you. All right, and then uh, Petra wants to talk about a special program that PetFlow has. Yeah, I think it sounds a lot of fun. Yeah, actually, it's pretty cool. It's um, they do daily doorbusters, and they just put some of their items on special discount or special prices. For example, this was yesterday, and they're showing um, bully sticks eighty-one percent off. Which is I mean, awesome. Like, wow, they're like 99 cents each. Wait, that was yeah. yesterday? That was oh, yesterday. You missed out. <laughs> now you tell me. Then they have the beef. Oh, here's your beef ears. Oh, yeah. And they were yeah. 51% off. So they just have a variety of things. Some are treats. Some are um, this little bone glow-in-the-dark you hang on their collar or reflector. 66% off. Yeah, they got the pet, oh, pet corrector. The pet, the pet corrector was, was on yesterday. Fine. <laughs> Oh, 34% off. I've got but, to play with. Oh, I know you do. But what is nice is to know that each day, just check them out. Because you have these doorbusters and you never know what surprises And it's a variety of things. It's variety. training tools. It's two things. It's There's a safety. dog tag safety, for safety. Bag of treats. So yeah, there's the a variety of, a variety of different things. On awesome discounts. So Wonderful discounts. Anyway, that's... Petflow.com slash doggy, D-O-G-G-Y, and put in the coupon code and using the D-O-G-G-Y for It's a Doggy Dog World in the coupon code, you get free shipping on any orders above $39. But check out the doorbusters on a daily basis because who knows what you'll find up there. Yeah, wonderful. All right, so back to our podcast. So, Kate, thinking outside the box. We've talked a lot about um, introducing dog to clothes for bandaging and so forth. Dog booties. We've talked about using some tricks to teach things around the house or get it to pick up towels, getting the newspaper, things like that. What are some other things that people can do to think outside the box? We do it and play, but I also like doing it a little bit. It sounds going to sound weird. I do like to stress my dogs a little bit every now and then because I want to teach them how to deal with stress. Mm-hmm. Well, stress is a part of life. You can't avoid stress. No. no. And not all stress is bad. Sometimes people think that stress is a bad thing, and really it's not. It's not for our dogs. It's not for us. we got to deal with stress. It's not knowing how to deal with stress that's bad. Right. right. And I, I think there are enough people out there that want to keep their puppy dogs safe, which is great. But they also keep them safe from emotional stress or mental stress. And then when the dog does get stressed, because that's going to happen sometime in their life, Mm -hmm. then they don't know how to deal with it. Well, a little bit of stress right now. As we're recording this, Petra's Aussie Rio and my English Shepherd Bones are both in a downstay right next to us. Surrounded by toys from PetFlow.com. Yeah. And they would really much rather be playing with the toys and making noise. And we're requiring them to do a downstay. That's Mm -hmm. obedience training. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit of stress in there. Just Mm -hmm. enough for them to... And then they get rewarded a little bit. And then they, when they are released, we let them 
use up some of that energy. Right. But um, I just don't think enough dogs are... And so putting shoes on the dog. Mm-hmm. It's fun. We laugh at it, but it is stressful. Sure. But they can learn to cope with that. And then they can learn to cope with other things. Right. Yeah. What are some, some of the things that you think about as stressful that you try to do with your guys, besides putting shoes on? Well, even just leaving them alone. Yes. Sure. Say, that's a big yeah. one. Yeah. You know, go into the other room, you stay, and then mm-hmm. you go into another room. Can they do that without, wow? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, you've, you've got to help them learn to be alone and, and not be stressed out. A stress that we do not as often as we would like, but as often as we can, is travel with the dogs. That's exciting. It gives the dog an opportunity to go different places and do different things. But still, it's stressful for a dog who's a creature of habit. And I was thinking about that the other day. We was I fit. Yeah. Hi. I was out with some friends. We had lunch out on the patio, and the dogs were allowed. And then one by one, we went into the bathroom. Uh-huh. And so whoever was on the patio held the dogs. Half the dogs did fine, and the other half whined and carried on. And and their owners came running back. Oh, did you miss me? Did you miss me? And I thought, that's stress for those dogs, and they didn't successfully. And then the owner came back and, oh, poor baby. And just right. built on it, just, rather just than added to it, rather than being mm-hmm. casual and oh, I mean, he lived. I can see that my boy Walter is sitting up, going, "You coming back? I see you. Okay, fine." But he's not frothing at the mouth and, and having a meltdown. Right. right exactly. He's watching for me, but he's cool. Yeah. And that's on the canine good citizen test. That's the kind of everyday life stress your dog should be able to handle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, we put our dogs through it all the time. We go on our vacation. Sure. It's like we have we want to go check out a store. It's like, okay, who wants to come in? Who's going to stay out with the dogs? And one of us will stay out there with, what, six, five, six dogs? Yeah. And they all just sit there and hang out and wait while two go in. And Well, and a few time. months ago, I took two of mine, including the puppy, the English Shepherd, and went to a dog event, and it was just the two boys and myself and my older dog stayed with Kate which was stress on his part <laughs> yeah, too yeah. oh my god mom left me here when is she coming back <laughs> but it was my puppy's first travel experience other than from the breeder to my house and I was paying attention I wasn't sure how he would handle it and it was the first time for my middle dog Cisco to be the big brother because he'd always had Bashir there Yep. As And Bashir would always be the one he could look up to. Oh, Bashir's calm? All right, it's okay. But I was very proud of both of them. Cisco stepped up to be the big brother, and the puppy, Bones, went, okay, he's cool with this? All right. And over the course of five days, we stayed in two different hotels, two different situations, went to the dog event where there was 75 other dogs, and both of them did very well. It's stressful. It was stressful in a variety of different ways. And there were times I could see them both get a little, (gasps) but they were dealing with it. And I was very proud of them. So friends with two dogs, they were saying how much they would love to sit on the patio and have lunch at the restaurant near their place. And I've said, well, yeah, of course your dogs are capable of it. Oh, it would be so embarrassing if they wouldn't settle down. So I said, fine. These tables are out here when the restaurant's closed. Come over in the evening. It's within walking distance of their home. And 
practice it. Mm-hmm. Have the dogs mm-hmm. lay down. Bring with you snack, snack, something to eat, and it won't matter if anybody's around while you keep telling them that's enough. Lay down, be still, whatever, and teach them to do it. Mm-hmm. So then you can take them out in public, and then that would give the parents a chance to learn to deal with the stress successfully <laughs> without that's true. facing Passing it on. To but their you dogs know what? Too. Every dog owner in the world who has tried to do something different with their dog or go someplace or think outside the box, or anything, has been embarrassed on more than one occasion. And will be again. But you know what? That stress, we could deal with. Right. (laughs) Because it's part of... I mean, look how many parents can be embarrassed by their kids. You know, dogs are probably better behaved than most kids. So, oops, I didn't say that. (laughs) She said it, we just don't get it. So, anything else concerning thinking outside the box? Just don't do the everyday routine. Whether it's, yeah, change Change it up. up. Feeding your dog in a bowl, that's boring. Have them work for it. Feed them out of your hand. Put them in a treat dispensing Mm -hmm. puzzle. Have them work for that. Hide it around the house or the backyard. If you've got a dog with a good hunting nose, let them hunt for their food. Go different places. Use your trick training and obedience training for different things. Put it to use. Yeah. I think some people who train their dog think, sit down, stay, watch me, leave it, walk on a leash nicely, are good for those expressed things. But they don't think about how to use it in a variety of other ways. Right. And one of the things... Oh, so we were teaching backup in trick class. Uh Uh-huh. And then the next time we had a basic obedience class, you were telling them, this is a good thing to teach your dog to get out of your way if your arms are full of stuff and you can't sure. see oh, where yeah. you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Back up. Get Back out up. of the way. I use it all the time. Or move. Or move. Yeah. Move is not a standard obedience command, but it's one I teach all my dogs because I have three dogs. If I'm walking down the hallway and I've got an arm full of laundry, I don't want to kick them or step on them. So, guys, move. And all three of them head three different directions. Whoosh, like birds. <laughs> right. <laughs> And that makes life so much nicer with living with our foreign exchange students from the planet of dog. Planet canine. Yeah. Yeah. Country dog. <laughs> you know, and you know what we're noticing now with our, we just got a rescue, another Pomeranian. We've had her two weeks now. And I was just telling Liz, we, or no, I was telling Kate, we've taken her to um, with us to get food. And just her being in the car and driving through, which is their drive through because it's too hot. To cook. <laughs> Did we mention it was hot and muggy? Yeah. I think I said that once, right? But all the things is just watching her now experiencing these different things she just wasn't exposed to or very, very little of. Sure. And that's stressful for her to get out and about. Because she's this little tiny thing. She's, what, maybe five pounds. She's but a she's also long. enjoying it. Yeah. Because we it's take the other stress. dogs because they're all used to it. So we figure, okay, that just kind of, still okay, it's not so big. All the, everyone else is relaxed about it. Yeah. So she can kind of feel their vibes, you know, their... Mm-hmm. And she's doing really good, but we're bringing her absolutely everywhere and exposing her to a lot of little things. And you yeah. see her first kind of go, oh, God, I don't know, I don't know. And then she looks around to the other two palms and is like, oh, oh, not supposed to be. Oh, okay. It's not a big deal. They're relaxed. And the confidence that that gives any creature to know that, okay, I can handle this. Mm-hmm. That's a life skill. Oh, yeah, Definitely. All right, well, that wraps up our podcast for today, Thinking Outside the Box. Just try stuff. And you know what? If you try some different things, 
drop us an email here at the show, Liz at PetLifeRadio.com, and uh, let us know what you tried. And if you try PetFlow.com, let us know what you think about that also. And remember, it's PetFlow.com slash doggy, D-O-G-G-Y, and use the coupon code, and take a look at all their specials, including their doorbusters. Doorbusters. Their daily doorbusters. Great. I'm going to have to put that on my uh, computer as a favorite. And yeah, click on check that. on it. Definitely. Click on it regularly. All right, and that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.